0: Hey, what's going on? It's your man Casanova, another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Um, I was uh uh this one I wanna first, of course, I gotta thank everybody for making this podcast a success. And I thank everybody that supported, show love. I get the emails, I get the love, I get the I get the the likes, so I appreciate everybody. This one I want to talk about the black community and and rap. Um, you know, um I I I have a love-hate with the rap culture. And let me explain. I grew up in the Bronx, New York. I grew up at a time where rap First started uh, when it was coming up. So I was around, uh, when, you know, for I was a young kid when, you know, uh, Furious Five came out, when Fresh Prince and Will Smith came out, when Kid at Play came out, Salt and Pepper. You know, I was able through my lifetime to see rap go from its infancy, from the New York era to uh, what it is today and you know being able to see that growth and be part of that you know be you know i lived i lived on 174 ho avenue now if you don't know what that is historically that is very significant when it comes to the hip hop scene uh i believe in the 1970s uh there was a there's a whole bunch of gangs out there a bunch of different uh, you know gangs out there. It was really big in New York City, the gang area and um there was a gentleman I, I I'm not saying pacif- Pacific names because I'll have it, but the story is and this is a true story that a gentleman that was a peacemaker was trying to make peace between gangs and during his one of his efforts he was killed after he was shot and killed all the gangs got together at the boys and girls club on 174th uh whole uh, avenue in the bronx new yorks they got together with a meeting there that meeting where everybody uh, all the gangs met there and peace was made after that Hip hop, uh, the black community shifted from like a gang mentality to a dance, hip hop party mentality that started hip hop, that started the dance crate, break dancing, and all things DJs, block parties, and then you know evolved into rap. So, you know, with African Bimbada, he was part of the spades and he started, uh, you know, he started A Azul Nation, which was about hip hop and stuff like that, and just spread across the name. Now, I live. I lived right there, so um, you know where I'm from is is very important to what. It wouldn't be for that that meeting. There wouldn't be hip hop the way it is today if it was for that meeting. So I lived in the the block literally across the street from me was the Boys and Girls Club. So it was a, a significant historical. Uh, importance when it comes to hip-hop and the culture we are today and i'm proud to have lived there and and, and 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 grew up in an era where hip-hop was in its infancy and it grew to what it is today um so I, I i'm starting off to make you understand my history with hip-hop and rap and how i'm proud to have been part of the history and grew up in that environment i was part of zulu nation uh my myself I, I mean if you know 174th is is maybe a half a mile or a mile away from bronx river projects where zulu nation started um so um and i was in that era you know i was in that era of you know i, I saw you know jay the early jay-z early biggie early wu-tang claim before they got popping they went to every school and gave people wu-tang stickers um you know i was i was part of of that era i was part of you know the um you know, I was part of that. So I feel very proud uh, to have grown up in that era. Um, I re- I remember the block parties. I remember the, the the club. I remember a lot. Now, don't get me wrong. There's always been violence and things that happen within the hip-hop community. There were a lot of ugly times in the hip-hop community. Uh, Zulu Nation turned from being, you know, mainly a, a, a organization that was about... Peace and love and hip hop and rap and dance To pretty much a gang with the rest of the gangs Like Vietas, Latin Kings, La Familia Things like that um, And got into gang wars and beef and turf And all this other stuff So it, it, it turned ugly um, But you know, and then Bloods and Crips came They were slicing people I mean, so at the end of the day, you know A lot of things have happened within the hip hop community um, That have not been very good you know, myself, I I was a Zulu during the gang era and I got guns pulled out on me. I got robbed. I've done some things I shouldn't have done. So I've been on both sides. So so um, at the end of the day, I definitely um, understand the negative that's come with hip hop and rap over the years. But overall, it was good for black people, expression of themselves, um, something that was exclusively ours and something that we cherish, you know, because everything else that we did was stolen away. Little Richard started rock and roll and I was stolen by Elvis and Elvis and jazz and all these other things that were by black people that was stolen or commercialized for White people And at that time In the 80s to the 90s Hip hop was It was exclusively For the black But black For the black culture And it was great So Over the years though It has turned to something else Of course Corporate America Has taken over um, They have um, They control the money Control a lot of hip hop Right now Probably all of it And um, we have a lot of uh, young people now that don't understand are disconnected from the origins of hip hop and now doing their thing and getting in trouble recently two big rappers. Well, I would say one big rapper, the other one he's known, you know, a young thug. Who is a huge rap star, and then another gentleman is affiliated with him, Gunner, who's a who's a pretty big rap star, not as big as Young Thug or known as Young Thug, but you know, pretty big. And they were uh, arrested on Rico charges. Um, which, if you don't know what Rico is, Rico is pretty much saying that you. Are in, you are with a gang that is involved in criminal activities. So, all the criminal activities that happen with that gang, they charge you with as well. Um, Rico, I don't agree with Rico, but it was meant to uh, be able for law enforcement to arrest anybody they want that they think is connected with that crime and sort it out. Pretty much. That's what Rico is. It's a you know, because you know, back before Rico, they had to have evidence, they had to add a and they arrested those individuals that were directly involved, and that was it. Um, but I guess they saw that too many people were getting off or people that were were not involved, that were involved. They just, you know, whatever. So they did Rico. Rico where they could just get everybody, you're part of a gang. You, if your gang is doing uh, drugs, you can go in for the Rico because you're part of that criminal activity. Now, the charges against young, young Thug are saying he was the lieutenant, the head of his label, but it was also cited as a street gang and they were involved in drugs. Um, uh, young Thug was the head and he authorized uh, killing attempts on, on enemies and all this other stuff. Then they did something that at the end of the day I talk about all the time right now. They weaponized his lyrics. Like the lyrics that they were saying in their rap, they weaponized that and used that to indict them. Um. Now, it hurts me to see hip hop have turned from a positive movement to something that is very negative. See, rappers used to rap about the hardship they saw in their life and things they went through. They were telling stories which was cool they told stories now these rappers are talking about shit they done are currently doing or will do and and it's turned to something that it shouldn't have been being myself the age i am and where i'm from i saw the positive outlook the positive reach it had for so many young people We had something of our own. We had a music and a culture that spoke our language, you know. Um, Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that there isn't, there wasn't negatives in the hip-hop community, wasn't rappers. So I want you to understand that, you know, uh, there there, there still was people that were negative and doing things they shouldn't. So don't get me wrong, there still was. But in general, it was a positive out outlook for instead of these young kids out here robbing and stealing they were they were dancing they were break dancing they were going to parties and 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 sometimes beef was was uh settled through dancing and and who had the hottest the biggest party things like that it was a rivalry but it wasn't uh it wasn't in a sense of like a physical rivalry it was a uh you know my crew's better and yours and we're gonna dance and out you know those positive movements and unfortunately, we allowed it. And, and when I say we allowed it, because regardless, of course, any any corporate America is going to see something and say we can make money off of it. And it's up to us to allow them to buy into it. So we allowed them to buy into hip hop. We allowed them to take it over. And then we allowed them to promote everything that's negative. I saw this um, TED talk where a gentleman was talking about radio and he he was very shocked that like if he went to a radio station and gave him a song from a black man that's talking about killing his their own people, you know, uh, menaging m- me, uh, you know, uh, women, raping women and all this other stuff, the radio will play. But they wouldn't. But any other type of music they won't play when it comes to that. You know, if it's a rock song or any song, because in essence, that sells black people down and black people, black people uh, talking negative, talking about drugs and, and raping women and all that. That is OK. That is completely fine. Radio will play that all day long, but they won't play a rock song like that. They won't play a, a pop song like that, because at the end of the day, that's not profitable. And that's what the problem we have right now with hip hop is that we've left the core of where it was to what it is now. Now, I'm not here to say whether Young Thug did it or not. I don't know. Not quite sure. I'm perplexed with it because at the end of the day, he is a hot rapper. So he's making a lot of money. So I don't know why he would do it. But you know what? I don't know his situation. I don't know what's going on. So I'm not here to defend nor condone condone anything he's doing. I don't know. But at the end of the day, it's just sad because hip hop was not meant for that. It was meant to be that positive outlet. It was meant to be that that situation that we were able to help us come out of poverty. Hip-hop made a lot of millionaires. And it was meant to be positive. It was meant to to have that that, that, that effect of like, this is something we can do, be positive in our community, feed our families through, through, through song, through our talent. And there are a lot of young, talented boys, men and women out there but at the end of the day, who they call the greatest rapper? One of the greatest rappers alive, or the greatest re- Eminem, a white boy? Who are the executives now? The other day, Meek Mill's uh, uh, shouted out uh, Rolling Stone magazine because they put an article of "Here's our hip hop committee, the ones that are judging hip hop stuff." is a whole bunch of white people. Like, think about it. To judge hip hop albums and, and all that they have a whole bunch of white people to do it and they were proud of that too like 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 not one black person on the committee not one once again what I go back to is it's corporate corporations see money could be made and they take advantage of that we allowed that you know one thing I could say about Luke and NWA for a period of time they were against the establishment they fought the establishment but eventually they caved into the establishment see we didn't have black record labels you know i think i think i saw a story about sam cook i believe that you know his death is very mysterious you know sam cook was one of the first people in the music business. This was before hip hop to want to own his own masters. Uh, He was helping other black artists on, he formed his own black label and a black publishing company and was doing a lot of things for the black community. And mysteriously one day he's in a hotel with a girl and she said he tried to beat her and she shot him in defense. She shot him in defense, saying that he was trying to rape her, which was never Sam Cook's M.O. Now, back in those days, I believe that, you know, they were trying they you know, that they set him up because, you know, he was black owned and they didn't want that at that time, you know, black ownership. You know, so I believe that during those times, I think that was with the 60s, the early 70s, maybe, I don't know. You know though it was corporate you know a black man would get killed and they wouldn't even look bad at eye Sam Cook is a huge star and they they said okay investigation is closed the girl killed him they didn't even want to look further into it but now it's not like that somebody can't just go kill Diddy you know what I'm saying nobody can't go ki- kill Diddy and and it'd be like oh mysterious no no, it's 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 not like that anymore. So we can have our own black publishing. We can have our own black labels. We can have that stuff, but we just choose not to do it because it's easier. It's easier to let the white corporations handle all that. It's taken over. Everything that's black is always taken over. Now back to Young Thug and Gutter I, Once again, I'm not here to say whether they did or not. I don't know. But it's just sad that we have allowed these young black men to be in this situation. And it was a black prosecutor that got him, too. You know, I mean, we will ostracize our black men for everything wrong they do, but we never are there to educate them for them not to get in there, you know? If money is an issue for an somebody should have been there to oversee him to say, yo, brother, you know, handle your money right so you won't have to do X, Y, and Z. Where were the people there for Bill Cosby, for R. Kelly, for all of our black, our great black men that went down due to whatever they did? Where was our black culture there to tell them, no, my brother, do it right. This young man is in jail now on rico charges these young men black men because there's other people as well with him you know on rico charges for selling drugs and doing all this stuff for what what was it worth because see we live in a a culture that we tell people that it's you got to keep it real you got to still be in the hood even though you made it out even though you got money to make it out you still got to be in the hood or you not real to the point sometimes that their life isn't is threatened like yo you you keep me not keeping It real no more with the homies in the hood So when we see you we got you Like like that's the culture we We push If Young Thug and Gunna were around A whole bunch of people that were like yo bruh Get out of the hood You know what I'm saying be legit Be straight on this music stuff Then he wouldn't be in jail right now They wouldn't be in jail because they had the guys But we don't have that in the hip hop community We don't have that in the black community We don't have people telling you positive things Keep positive, keep moving in a positive direction Because positivity gets you bullshit in our community Let's be real So at the end of the day We have to understand that positivity in our community now is negative These young black men Whatever happened Something happened, and now we're ready to to ostracize them. Of course, at no time nobody's gonna take them to the side and say, "Yo, brother, you know, get away from this." Even that prosecutor woman, "Hey, young brother, I'm a prosecutor. I'm the mayor here. I'm the DA. I want to talk to you. There's some things going on. Stop it. Be be better. No, let me just get evidence so that I can take them to jail. See, that's our black mentality." Now, I'm not saying this is anybody's personal responsibility to do it, but as a culture, we should be doing it. We should be looking out for our own, and we're not. And we need to start to. All right people I appreciate you all listening this podcast. Uh, once again if you want to know anything about me what's going on go to Williams.com. Uh you can check out this podcast and my other podcasts. You can go to uh uh blackmensmentalhealth.com. Check out my podcast on there as well. Also you could uh, uh, uh follow me on Instagram at Casanova Williams or blackmensmentalhealth Black Health uh on uh uh, Instagram. Um, go to the Culture Life products. Check out those products, man. Black men, you need it for your beer You need it for, if you got bald head, man. Go check it out. I got the cream and the balm for the hair. Keep it nice and shiny. Keep it looking good. Keep it looking shiny. Keep it healthy. Keep it moisturized. All right. All right, people. Till next time.